0: Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. He's Derek Terry. And we're back for another exciting week of Kentucky Daily, Derek.
1: We are. um, Exciting week on the show and also uh, my life. So not sure how much you'll hear me this week, today or tomorrow, for sure. And then uh, hopefully Wednesday, too. But uh, Sean, you posted a... uh, a podcast this morning recapping your thoughts from the Iverson classic. I've not listened to that yet, uh, but I would recommend you guys tune in and do that. That was the first episode that went out this morning. And um, Sean, before we're going to talk some football, uh, mostly coaching news that happened over the weekend on, on the football side of things, but any, any final thoughts, Sean, from, from the Iverson classic that maybe you didn't throw in on this morning's podcast that you would like to add now.
0: Yeah. Uh, just a brief overhaul on, on all three guys, just something quick. Um, I don't wanna sound I didn't I don't I didn't wanna come off saying sounding like that Damian Collins and Bryce Hopkins aren't like really good college basketball players. I know I made the line and somebody's already asked me and they said, dude, you, you made me freak out when you said that you looked around and it was the first time you'd been at an event and Kentucky didn't have the best dudes on the floor. Well, they don't. Paolo Bancaro, Derek and Chet Holmgren are two out-of-this-world talents, like unbelievable talents, like incredible. Uh, Just both of them blew me away with how good they were. But as far as what Kentucky's got, I think it's going to be okay, Derek, because here's why. Kentucky's roster is going to be littered with experience, and I think that's the biggest takeaway for me. These freshmen coming in, now if they get Ty-Ty Washington, like I expect them to do, I think of the freshman, he'll have the most pressure on him just because he's gonna to have to kind of man a position that is a critical need. But as far as Damian Collins, Bryce Hopkins, if Keon Brooks comes back, you got Oscar Shiboy, I think those freshmen are going to be are going to be allowed to be freshmen, if that makes sense with these experienced pieces. And I could see this being a class that could stick around. Uh, I mean, obviously Damian Collins, I think, will have some attention as a as a one and done, possibly when he gets to Kentucky. But Derrick is a guy that has to hit the weight room in June. He's never he's never touched a weight.
1: I mean, I saw saw those pictures and videos of him out there, and I told you that she boy in in practice. I mean, that's going to be a very eye opening experience for Collins when he gets he on is. campus. Even but... Lance
0: Ware's going to beat and bang with him yeah, and push yeah. him around. But overall, though, I like him because I feel like that he's one of these guys that you can see the potential once he gets the body and gets the work at UK. I could see him being very good. hasn't played basketball for a very long time. I think that's another thing that stands out about him. Bryce Hopkins has a, has a body that's ready for college basketball right now. He's not athletic, though. He's explosive but not athletic, but I think he's going to be one of those guys that does a lot of dirty work. Mm-hmm. and could end up being a very solid piece for the program, Derek. i uh, not sure exactly what his role will be as a freshman, but could be someone that if he commits to the program and stays, I could see being one of those staple pieces down the road at Kentucky. But obviously the biggest story of the weekend was Ty Ty Washington. So quiet early on, plays quiet. He, played, he pretty much played the three, the first two or three quarters. And then – we got the Elam ending, Derek, is what yes. we were able to actually see. And he went off, took over. So I saw a guy at first, I was like, okay, he defers too much. I texted you during the third quarter, and I said, I don't know about him as a lead guard. And you replied, John Calipari can take care of that. And you, you I agree with you. But what I saw at the end, Derek, John is not going to have to really take care of much because he's a guy that plays unselfishly, but when he needs to get his, he went and got it. And that, to me, stood out because now whoever they get to play alongside him, he can play off the ball. And now you're talking about C.J. Frederick, Dante Allen, Kellen Grady, and if they add Ty Ty Washington to that, it will be one of the better shooting teams John Calipari has not only had at Kentucky. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix Live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion, gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. But I think in his time as a college basketball coach.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, none of his team's which I can't claim to know everything about his UMass teams. Hell, some of those were before I was even alive. But, like, just shooting as a priority in the 1990s, I don't think was as coveted, uh, obviously, as it is now. Uh, but none of his Memphis teams are really known for, for being great outside shooting teams. Um, and, and really none of his Kentucky teams either, obviously. So I agree with you there. That should be a bit of a fascinating thing to watch. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything which you obviously know since you're a real
0: person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of today's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy from big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed marketplace breaks it all down. So you don't have to listen to marketplace, wherever you get your podcast. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.
1: Football, there was some news, some bad news, really, for one assistant. Wide receivers coach Javon Bonite, or Boonite, Uh, Never actually talked to the guy because he got hired right before the pandemic. (laughs) And I don't know if he's ever actually done an interview with UK media. Um, But either way, that's not really the important thing. The important thing is that he was arrested over the weekend um, for driving under the influence. Uh, He also had an open alcoholic container in his car and was also uh, charged with driving more than 26 miles per hour over the speed limit. He was arrested in Kenton County and uh, UK told John Hell, the Courier-Journal, that they were aware of his arrest, but since then, haven't really heard anything. He's scheduled to um, be in court in Kenton County on this Friday, May 14th. So, not not really sure what's going to happen with that. Um, you know, i very unfortunate that in this day and age, with all, all the access you have, basically, for transportation, that you would still choose to... Put your life or someone else's lives you know in danger. I think that's really unfortunate and, and a bit selfish to be honest with you. Don't have much tolerance for that. But Sean, just your initial thoughts when you saw that, what that might mean moving forward.
0: Not what you want, right? I mean you don't want that and and then two, like, how does the staff decide like how does Mark Stoops decide to handle it? I mean, if if this were one of his players, how would it be handled? I mean it's it's one of the guys that you, you trust to lead your stat or lead your lead your players. Right. Uh, I don't know. Certainly wasn't good news when it came out, and you and I both know that that's not good. And w- what happens here in the coming weeks? I mean, is, is Kentucky going to be filling another coaching spot?
1: I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to know, and uh, definitely a tough spot for for uh, Stoops to be. I'm trying to. I don't really recall any assistance since he's been here being arrested for DUI. Now, Rod Strickland had something happen, right? Like that on the basketball side. Was that? I mean, yeah. That's been a while. Yeah, that's that's
0: been a while. But as far I'm trying to think if there's more football and I don't recall
1: not not it. not understoops that I recall, no. but he might not be the only coach though. Uh that fans will have to kinda of wait to see what happens with. Um so over the weekend, Mo Linguist, I believe how you say this coach's name, was hired by Buffalo to be the head coach there, of course, Buffalo's coach. Left the school to go to Kansas. Um, I think last week is when that became official. So you had a little chain reaction go. One of Michigan's coaches leaves to become a head coach. So that has put Stephen Klingskill for the third time back uh, on Michigan's radar for a defensive back, and I believe the co DC spot at Michigan. And um, seems to be a lot of smoke with this one, Sean. Uh, Michigan. You look at Plinkskill's profile over the last few years, recruited some great talent from the state of Michigan. He's dug really in deep there. Justin Rogers, DeAndre Square, Marquand McCall, um, Maxwell Harrison last year. And then this year, you know, he was branching out, going to Tennessee. And he's, he was a main recruiter for the Wade Twins. And then also, of course, Jeremiah Caldwell in this class. So he, along with Vince Merrill, has really done a lot of the legwork. And now Kentucky seems to be – in a spot where they're really gonna have to pony up, yeah.
0: To yeah, get this, him, yeah, and and obviously we just talked about him when we were, when we recorded the Alex Safari episode. We were talking about how Vince Marrow and him have been leading the charge and and have earned you know raises, promotions, and stuff, and how the staff continuity has been one of the biggest factors in this thing being turned around at UK and developed into a program. Uh, it would be a huge loss. Derek, from I mean, obviously someone they're going to lose at some point, but right here on the verge of what we what we think could be another big time football season, you don't want to have to deal with this right now. I think you'd like to get through this and then it and then it go another direction. Speaking of though, the program, Kirk Herbstreit coming out yesterday and saying what he said about the football program, I thought that was very cool talking about Mark Stoops and the program that he's built and the reason that he's been able to build that program is because of guys like. Clink scale.
1: Yeah, I mean, it pays to have buddies in the national media, right? It does. <laughs> Especially not making uh, national yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Kirk, Kirk Just random yeah. on a Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, in terms of salary, I'm not sure what Michigan I'm, – I'm sure if he's going to become – if you don't have a title as a co-defensive coordinator, that's going to come with the with the pay raise. Clink um, scale, I would say, is – so he makes $500,000 at Kentucky. And you got to remember, we're talking about in the – in the scheme of, of the college basketball coaching world. Like that's a, that's a good salary. I wouldn't say he's underpaid by any means. Um, at the same time, I think 500,000 for what link scales meant to the program is, is a pretty good deal for UK. And so even if he does choose to, to not go to Michigan, uh, but if there's a legitimate offer there and then he wants to stay, Kentucky's got the pony up, I think. So, Right now, in terms of position coaches, because you obviously you would expect coordinators um, to make more than a position coach, and that is the case at Kentucky for everyone besides Vince Merrill Merrow is up there with Brad White they're both going to make nine hundred thousand this year, and then of course Liam Cohen, the offensive coordinator, uh, Kentucky saved some money there um, he's going to be making seven hundred and fifty thousand this year last year. I think Eddie Grant made well over nine hundred thousand so when you look at the other position coaches though the only guy who makes more than Clink is John Summerall The other thing certainly worth the $675,000 that he makes. It's just Clink has been around five full seasons um, to, from, from 2016 on, and he has really kind of entrenched himself in those areas, like I was saying. So that's I – mean, I'm sure his pay – I don't remember what he was making when he got to Kentucky, but I'm, I'm sure it was probably the 300000 range, somewhere around there. I could probably go find it if I really wanted to. But at five hundred thousand, I mean, I, I gotta think Michigan's gonna be willing to offer him at least seven fifty for for that job. So when it comes to this, though, I mean, unless the, unless the pay is just crazy, like if if Michigan's gonna like double a salary, then there's just no way UK's gonna be able to to do anything about that. But if it is in the seven hundred thousand dollar range, I think UK would be willing to counter. But I don't really think it's about the money, though, Sean. I, I think. For as, for as many people as I've seen comment on this saying, you know, Michigan, why would you want to go there? It's Jim Harbaugh. He's he's, he's on the hot seat. They're going to get rid of him. Those things might be true. I mean, I, I think we all agree he's probably underachieved uh, compared to what the expectations were when Michigan hired him. But it's still Michigan. It's still a brand name in college football, and it's a chance to, you know to continue to build on your resume. I just don't know how much – what have we said on this show, Sean? When Brad White leaves, who do we think will be the D.C.?
0: it'd be uh, John Summerall, right? Yeah, a promotion from someone in staff.
1: Yeah. And most likely I think that guy's gonna be John Summerall. So if you're Clink scale and you're viewing that, you know, maybe you could get a co-DC title, but if you're not gonna be calling plays at UK, like I just don't know how much more growth there is in terms of him being promoted. And, and so yeah, I think that's where I think that's
0: where he has to kind of view it. And as negative as this could be for Kentucky, obviously if you if you lose a guy like Clink to a program like Michigan Sure, it hurt, it hurts your program, but at the same time, it means your program's doing something right because oh, yeah. you got these schools coming after your coaches, and not just schools. You got the NFL coming after guys. I mean, that that's when you know you're you're swimming in the right pool. But it would hurt Derek just because of what he's been able to do, the talent that he's been able to recruit going into Michigan. The way that this staff goes into Ohio, that has been a big thing in in recent classes.
1: No question, and you know. When you've had a gone staff that long, it's it's hard to keep quality assistants that long because a lot of times they're getting promotions. I think clean scale certainly probably somewhere all, has turned down some jobs. But this one might be uh, too tough. And, again, nothing's official. Uh, it just is – there's a lot of buzz on both sides, actually, Michigan and Kentucky that, you know, think he's, he's definitely going to listen and um, could possibly go. We'll have to see that uh, – if that happens, our, our Michigan side on 24-7 reported that uh, Jim Harbaugh did formally reach out to Mark Stoops to discuss this. So they're going through the right channels, obviously. Um, I don't know if you've had to do something like that, but that shows some respect as well, I think, to uh, to do that, even if it is pretty standard uh, in coaching searches. But the timing is weird just because it's May, and uh, you usually don't have head coaching changes going on this late. I mean, it's just how it's happened this year with – Less miles getting fired for for non-football reasons, basically. Um, yeah, but no, it's uh, that's kind of a story to watch this week in terms of football, and then Bow Night too, of course. But I don't I don't think you're gonna hear anything about that for yeah until probably after his court date. But uh, Sean, you got anything else you want to add to to this podcast today?
0: Yeah, I do actually. I don't know if you saw Paul B and Cardi. And what he talked about yesterday on Twitter, Do you but see that he, he had something? He, he spoke with Jeff, uh, Jeff Shepard, with Reed Shepard. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, had an evaluation of him. And I thought that was cool to see Biancardi talking about a guy from London, a kid from London. Uh, kids in that area don't get talked about much by Paul Biancardi and the national recruiting analyst on the basketball side of things. But wow. uh, Paul was talking about you know his shooting mechanics and his touch from all levels of the floor, his vision, and his accuracy to deliver the pass with an open teammate mentality. Uh, So then obviously Paul included that his dad Jeff played at Kentucky, but uh, I noticed in the replies a lot of people were sure enough to uh, put in there that Stacy played at Kentucky (laughs) as well. So I wanted to throw that in there. This is a summer that I expect Reed Shepard to really take off, Derek, once these circuits and all these evaluations uh, take off. You know, I was just at one and the Iverson Classic. I know the EYBL – is kind of getting some stuff in order right now, and I I kind of got some news on that uh, that I'll share as we get closer. Uh, But it seems like this is going to be the summer where names like Reed Shepard finally get some of that attention that they've been deserving and uh, probably would have had it quicker had they had the normal summer last year. But he is certainly going to be a guy that's just going to continue to add offers, and we're going to be talking a lot about.
1: Yeah, Texas A&M, Iowa, some of those – power file off for Reed to this point. But so where was he playing? Is that what was uh, that tournament? I'm trying to see where that
0: event was. I noticed uh being card
1: events back though.
0: It is very good to have events back. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Let me see if I can see it. I think it was in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. I know there were a couple events going on over the weekend. So that that's good to see that that back. I'm I'm excited to get to some of those, the closer ones this summer and uh, evaluate some of these prospects and stuff and give us something to talk about.
1: No question. No question. Good stuff.
0: But like you said, it is your wedding week. So I know it's going to be hit or miss a little bit with you on the show. Like I told you earlier, and I'll tell our listeners, I've got us covered. If Derek cannot be on the podcast, I've got some stuff in the works for next week to make sure Kentucky Daily will still go on and Derek will be right there listening, downloading episodes himself if he's he's not able to be on the podcast. But, no, we're going to do a mailbag episode tomorrow, Derek. I know you've talked about that. I've I've got a bunch of people sending questions. It's been a while. So we need to get another Buffalo Wings and Rings mailbag in. So go ahead and send those questions to us. As always, we appreciate uh, everyone joining the mailbag. We appreciate the positive feedback, even the negative feedback. We, We appreciate that as well. Anything to make this podcast better. As always, it's powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub, now three locations, one in Millsboro or Middlesbrough, one in Palmville. Don't go to Millsboro If you do, you can turn around and go back. So one in Palmville, one in Williamsburg, and one in London, Kentucky. Derek, they need workers like a lot of places do right now. So if you are in those areas and you need a job or you're interested in a job, They need cooks, they need servers, they need everything. So uh, go out to thebutcherspub.com, fill out an application, or visit thebutcherspub.com or their Facebook pages uh, to get all that information on staff and the menu items. But this has been another exciting episode of Kentucky Daily. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time.